Hey y'all, and welcome back to Sippin' Tea with G-O-D, episode 5. Yes y'all, episode 5. I am so excited for this word tonight. I know that God is about to do something amazing because he was doing it while he was downloading in me. And not only that, this word is not just relevant for me, yeah, but it's going to be a blessing to you and others that you share with. So make sure that you are giving this word out to others, y'all. Don't be stingy. Don't keep it to yourself. Help others because we all need to be reached. We all need God. So we can't be stingy. We got to be able to help our neighbor too. Amen. All right. Amen. So y'all already know before we get started to go over there and hit that notification bell and that subscription button so that you can stay connected to what God is doing through me in these last days, y'all. He's doing some amazing things. And I know I said it in my last episode, but just in case there are new listeners, welcome. I am grateful that you are here taking out your time, put the kids down, tell husband I need to go and have my tea time with sipping tea with G-O-D. I need to get my word. We all need God, all right? Pull in the kids and your husband if you need to, all right? <laughs> all right. So what I wanted to say was not only am I on YouTube now, I am also on multiple platforms. I am on Spotify, American Music. Ooh, Jesus. American Music. I'm that excited. Amazon Music, y'all. iHeartRadio. Who? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora. Yes. I'm don't worry. If you didn't catch it, don't worry. I am going to put the link in the description box. Now, some of those don't have links that I just mentioned, but it don't matter. All you got to do is go on their platform and type in sipping tea with GOD and it's going to pop up. So, if you can't listen to it on YouTube by watching the visual Riding in your car, stuck in traffic, get you some G-O-D while you are in traffic and listen on your radio. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, y'all know how we start. We always start off in prayer. We got to give God the glory. So let's start. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord God, for bringing me back where you needed me to be, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for bringing me to this place, Father God, this sweet place, Lord God, where I get a deeper deeper connection with you, Lord God, and intimacy, Lord God. Father God, I thank you for the word that you've downloaded in me, Lord God. Father God, this is going to be a powerful word, Lord God, not just for me, because it did bless me, Lord God, but this is going to be a blessing to others, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that people receive it, Lord God. I pray that your children receive this word, Lord God, and that not only do they receive it, Lord God, that they are a blessing to others so that they can receive it as well, Father. Father God, we all need you, Lord God. Father God, we are in some trying times, Lord God. Father, we are in some evil days, Father God, and we need all of you, Lord God. So I thank you for choosing me, Lord God, as a willing vessel that is willing to do your work, Lord God, to do the work, Lord God, to help get your children back where they need to be. And that's with you, Father God. That is with you, Lord God, pulling us back, Lord God. Allow us to feel that tug and come back to you, Father. Use whatever, whoever you need to. To get us back to you, Father God. Father God, decrease me, Lord God, and increase in me, Father God. Holy Spirit, show up, Father. 
Fill me with your spirit, Father God, and you take over this podcast. Show up and show out like you always do, Father. I seal this prayer that it is so, and so it is. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. All right, y'all. So, let's get started. The teaching tonight is called, Elevation Requires Isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And baby, when I tell you, we all have either had that point or going through that right now. I am one that is in it right now. So, and I tell y'all all the time, I like to be transparent with y'all. I love to let you guys know because it's not about me, okay? I don't sit on this platform thinking I got it all together because that's not the case. We all are God's children and nobody is perfect, but we're trying to get perfect because our Father in Heaven is, all right? So, I am currently in an isolation <laughs> for an elevation and it has not been easy. But I'm pressing because God has given me the strength to continue to keep going. So this word right here is going to be a serious one. That pill that's going to be hard to swallow for many, but it's necessary. So isolation, the definition that I have for isolation is to be separated, to stand out. To be separated. To stand out. Now, everyone may know what isolation is. And if you don't know, it's either you don't know or you don't want to know. I have to be real. Because a lot of us are going through that right now. And it's a hard pill to swallow. So, if you don't know, you're getting ready to learn because you may be in it and don't even know. <laughs> God probably just had his time to just take things away. And you don't even know why they disappear. Because he's getting you isolated. Elevation. Elevation is the action of being elevated. What is the action? The action is the requirements that it takes to get you to that other level. And if we're thinking spiritual, any and everything that God is requiring of you right now for the isolation to get you to your elevation. So... Um, I'm going to discuss briefly about Matthew 4, um, about the temptation of Jesus. Now, Jesus was preparing for a ministry. And while he was preparing for this ministry, he went into full isolation. Full isolation for 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. 40 days and 40 long nights to prepare for this ministry. And it wasn't easy. It was not easy. Because while he was in the wilderness. For these 40 days and 40 nights. He was tempted by Satan. 
every day. Satan was there every day. Yeah, we know that. We know that from our own experiences. Every time God is trying to do something with us, here comes Satan with his foolishness somewhere, somehow. He going to try to break you down to get you back with him. We know that. But every time Satan came with something, coming at Jesus, trying to tell him what the word said, Jesus came right back with the word, with my God said, don't test God. And that's what Satan was trying to get Jesus to do. He was tempting him. Oh, well, the Bible says that. Oh, and it's okay to do. Jesus said, no, but my father also said, and he said, don't do. Yeah. It's right there in the beginning of Matthew 4. The temptation of Jesus, if you want to read the whole thing. But while he kept coming hard, Satan was coming hard, but guess what? Jesus stood firm. And what kept him going, what kept him fighting, what kept him firm was standing on the word of the Lord. And the more he stood on the word of the Lord, he resisted Satan. And what you think Satan had to do? He had to flee. Oh, I can't get to him. I can't get to him. I was here for 40 days. No budging? He ain't budging at all. Oh, well, I'm wasting my time. Let me let me go see what Jimmy John and all them over there doing then. Because Jesus ain't having it. He too powerful. He too strong. He stood on the word of the Lord. And standing on the word of the Lord made him stronger in God and made him more prepared for his ministry. So God already had these things waiting for Jesus. He already told him what it was that he was supposed to do. Oh, you were going to have this ministry. You were going to save the lost souls. But in order for him to get to that, God required some things of him. He wasn't just about to send Jesus out there like that all willy-nilly. You ain't about to go out here and everybody running all over you, taking you as a joke. No, I need you powerful. You need to be strong. You're going to have to be able to withstand whatever Satan and his helpers try to bring your way. Because you can't fall. You can't break. You cannot break. I need you to be everything that I've called you to be. No shortcuts. So in order for Jesus to get these things, he had to meet some qualifications. He, that meant that he had to stay firm, stay in his word, trust God and be able to resist Satan.
So my question today is, are you qualified for the elevation? Are you qualified for the elevation? While in his isolation, Jesus didn't have anybody. All he had was the word. The word is God. So all he had was God. So since he didn't have anything and anyone, he had no cousin. John wasn't there for him right there in that moment. Sorry, John, you couldn't be there. He had to seek God wholeheartedly. He had no one else. He had to seek God on a different level. Not your ordinary. No, you can't do what you used to do. You can't, uh-uh, don't, don't come to me whenever you feel like coming to me. No, I have a strong calling over your life. So I need you to come all or nothing. And a lot of us think that when God puts us in a place of isolation, it's to hurt us. It's to punish us. It's not a punishment. Isolation is not a punishment. It's not a punishment. When God isolates us from everything and everyone, this is to get our undivided attention. Let me say that again. When he strips us of everything and everyone, it's to get our undivided attention. Because see, there was a point in time when he just wanted our attention. <laughs> you know how when you get that prophecy and they tell you, oh, well, God said you're going to be this in the kingdom. And then God said he's going to bless you with this amount of businesses or whatever the case may be. But we ran from it. We didn't want to hear God. We, we were scared. I don't want to answer that call. Mm-mm. Pastor. Ooh, I, ain't, I don't want to answer that call. Mm-mm, Lord. Mm-mm. Ministry? Oh, no, Lord. Mm-mm. Wrong one. Wrong, this is the wrong one. Got to be the wrong Monica. You ain't talking to me. <laughs> no, not me, baby. You're not talking to me. Sorry, God. Wrong Monica. No. Right you. I'm talking to you. You're the right one. You're the chosen one. And we run from what God calls us to do. So, since we run, when he tries to get our attention, things start taking place. God, like, I'm sick of this. I've been calling you for years. You've been running for years. So now I got to sit you down. Now I got to take things from you. Marriage, family, 
jobs, businesses, social media. Oh, social media. The biggest attention getter. And when he takes all these things from you, yeah, those things that get your 80%, when God only gets your 20%, when he should get the full 100. Yeah, when he takes all of that from you, that's when he got your undivided attention. Because now you're sitting down and like, huh. They didn't just, every, everything just is going wrong. What's going on? Everything's going wrong. Nothing's going wrong, sweetheart. I've been calling you. And you've been ignoring me. You've been running from me. You refuse to answer the call. So since you refuse to answer the call willingly, I'm coming unwillingly. I got some things I need to do in you. Time's ticking. You cannot ignore him anymore. It's time to answer the call. It's just like those rebellious children. And those rebellious children want to be hot in the pants, telling their mom, I don't need you. I can make it on my own. I don't need nothing from you. I can go out there in the world and be successful on my own. I'm going to be a big star. I'm going to be a rapper. I can be a movie star. I can be whatever I want. And I'm going to be it. I don't need you. I'm out of here. And mama just standing in the door like, well, don't you come back. Don't you come back. As a matter of fact, you're going to have to come back. Because you ain't going to make it. I don't care what you say. I ain't going to need you. I'm going to make it. And I'm going to come back and let you know it too. A few days out there in the world. It's starting to get hot. You're getting thirsty. You can only live off of chips and candy for so long. Stomach is growling for them home-cooked meals. And after the world starts to shred and break you apart, it don't look so good no more. Now you got to come back home to mama. And in this case, back to daddy. And when you go back home, you're like, mama. Mama, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't make it on my own, mama. I thought I was going to be able to do it, but you was right. You were right. Please, please give me another chance. Please, I promise I won't be rebellious again. I won't call you out your name. I'll clean up, Mama. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'll clean up my act. Please, please take me back, Mama. I love you. And Mama standing in that screen door with that I told you so look on her face.
and she lets you back in. But see, all that is different. It's not going to be a I told you so. See, our father loves us far too much for that. He gonna just hit you with that good old sweet Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Y'all don't know it. <laughs> For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an unexpected end. God knows the plans for our life. And it's not in the world. The world may look so good to us. That good glitter. Silver and gold. Offering us all the promises in the world. But then they chew us up and spit us out. Then who are you going to call? You're going to come back to God. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you... You may not even agree with me. There's gonna, it's in the word. We all going to have a day. Where we're going to say, Lord, Lord, Lord. There's going to be that day. But it also said that he's going to... <laughs> Have that moment when he looks at you and be like, I don't know you. I don't know you. You're going to turn that blind eye to you. But if you get it right and let him use you, oh, the things he'll do in you. Mm. The things he'll do in you. It's a lot of things that we receive, a lot of prophecies. I'm pretty sure we've all probably had God tell us who we are and what was for us, what he had for us at some point of our life. But have you ever sat down and thought why it has not come to pass yet? God had told you some things three, four years ago. And you worked hard and been working hard and been working hard. And it still has not come to pass. Why is that? I'll tell you why. Because there's some things that he requires of us. In order to get what God has for us, he can say it all day. But in order to get what he has for us, he requires some things that we have to do. Okay? We have to prove ourselves qualified. Let me give you an example. It's like, when you're on a job and while you're on this job you're working so hard because you know that you want to be promoted everybody else around you is being promoted and you're like man everybody around me getting a promotion i'm still sitting stagnant i'm still over here on the register i'm ready to be you know big time what's going on why not me They did what they needed to do to meet those qualifications to be promoted. 
See, God not about to send us out there looking silly either. It's some things he has to do in us in order to be promoted, in order to be elevated, in order to be qualified for the elevation. Matthew 3.15, the NLT version says, But Jesus said, It should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So he requires some things of us. He's not going to just give it to us. No, baby, we got to work for it. We got to prove ourselves qualified for the job. <laughs> we can say all day, I give you my yes, God. God, I'm a willing vessel, Lord. But are you willing to do the work that it takes? You over there worrying about John, Jenny, and Joe. Being elevated. Everybody around you going up. Everybody around you doing what they need to do. God is out here using these people. And you're wondering why you're the way you are. Because you ain't want to do the work. You didn't want to do the work. Faith without work is dead. You can have all the faith in the world. I got faith. I got supernatural faith. I got crazy faith. You can have all that's cute. That's real cute. You can have all the faith in the world. But are you doing the work? Faith just have the job. Are you doing the work to get to the elevation? Are you doing the work to show that you're qualified? The work is seeking differently. Praying differently. Warring differently. Fasting differently. If God tell you to get in your prayer closet and you usually get in there for an hour or two, show out for God. Sit in there four or five hours and pray and talk to him. If he told you to fast for five days, just go on a fast. Show God how serious you are about the job. Add two more days. Yeah, God, I'm serious. Then he'll see that you're serious. But he's not going to just give it to you just because you have faith. You got to do the work to stand strong in what is to come. I can talk out my mouth right now. I have faith. If something come right now, and happens and takes place and is out of my control. Oh, if I didn't do the job that God told me that that was going to build me up. That was going to build me up for what was to come for the calling on my life. Oh, I will crumble. We will crumble. We will not be ready. We can say whatever we want. We would not be ready. Because we're trying to take the easy street. Instead of doing what he tell us to do. See, we don't want to do that, God. That's too hard. Everything too hard. We make God too hard. He's not hard. And nothing's too hard for our God. Hello.
It don't take rocket science. Just do it. We make God so hard. He don't ask a lot of us. If you want to be honest, the world want more of you. They want your whole soul, baby. They want to take you out. They want everything that you got. Marriage, children, ministries, businesses, the whole nine. And all God wants you to do is come to him. He going to do the rest. Cast all your troubles onto him. It's not for us to do it. All we have to do is give God our yes and do the work. And he's going to do the rest. He's going to do the rest. It's not that hard. We make it too hard. Mm-mm. All you got to do is come to God. Seek him the right way. And then everything else will come. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And all those things will be added unto you. All you got to do is seek him. Seek him wholeheartedly. And watch the overflow. Now, if you want the world, if you don't want to do the work and it's too hard for you, and you want the world, by all means. You're going to be sitting right there on that side of the road looking crazy. Let me get my tea on that. Why you won't sit there looking crazy. I'm going to get what God got for me. Yeah, I had to sip my tea on that one. Because I'm not about to let God pass me up. I'm going to be all in God's face for what God got for me. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be all up in God's face. I'm going to do everything that it requires so I can qualify for my elevation. Y'all see how they are in basketball? And they the defense and they all up in the all up in the other player's face where they can't get the ball to pass to nobody, they can't shoot it. Yeah, I'm gonna be like that all on God. God, hello. No, me. No, I don't care about them. Don't pass it to them. Don't pass the ball to them. Pass it to me. I'm ready. See them two words right there, baby. You don't even realize how powerful that is. When you tell your father you're ready, oh, you're going to get God off his throne, baby. He's going to sit back and be like, mm, they called me. I was over here sleeping. Now, I know that ain't them they called me. Who? Cheryl. I done called Cheryl 15 years ago. I done been called her to ministry. That wasn't her. That, that was her for real. She said, she ready? All right, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. Tell her, hold on. Tell her, keep working. I'm coming. Keep seeking me. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm Cheryl. I'm ready, Lord. This thing on? Because I'm ready. Can you hear me, Lord? That's how we got to get. 
and watch the work God do in you. It don't take that much. Mm -mm. But also, I do want to let you know that while you are in this seek, and even though he called you for these things, don't rush him. Don't rush him. Good things come to those who wait. And it's also breaking things off while you're waiting. You're going to be able to be patient. You won't be anxious. It's that full surrender to your father. Well, God, I have nowhere to go. All I can do is you. And that's all I want to do. So when God does get to you and open that door, it's going to be beautiful. It is going to be beautiful. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. He's going to do some things in you. While in this isolation, he's going to do some things in you. Mm. Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Mm. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. When it comes for you, you're going to be ready. Your gun's going to be locked and loaded. Satan, I'm ready for you. You can come tempt me all you want. We're going to be like Jesus. I'm ready. Ain't nothing you say, baby, can take me down. I'm ready. That's how God wants you to be. <laughs> My sister in Christ always says it. You got to stay ready so you won't have to get ready. Stay ready. Because when he come for you, It's on, like popcorn. You're going to walk through the doors. They're going to be like, who is this? Who is this? Yeah, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the chosen one. It takes time. The isolation is not going to be rushed. It's a process. But you have to trust the process. Because what he's doing in you during the isolation It's pruning things. He's going to give you a new set of eyes so that you can see. He's going to expose some things in isolation. It may hurt. Some of the things may hurt. A lot of the things may hurt. You're going to see some people for who they are. You're going to see people for who they really are, how they really feel about you. Friends, family, co-workers, business partners, spouses. Are they going to trust what God is doing in you in the isolation? Oh, it's going to be shown, but don't worry. Let God build you from the ground up. 
and in isolation, old things are breaking off. He building up his new vessel, fresh and clean. Mm. And once he tears down every stronghold, everything that was holding you back and hindering you from walking with God the way you need to walk with God. That's when the reconstruction begins. And when the reconstruction begins, you're going to be able to walk through the wilderness, baby. Strong and hard and come out brand new. Nobody going to be able to tell you nothing. I'm everything my father called me. Yeah, I'm the chosen one. I'm the chosen one. And when you meet those requirements. Mm, now the elevation can take place. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for my elevation. You ready for yours? If you're ready for your elevation, I'm going to need you to say it. Comment it or say it to yourself. I'm elevated. I'm ready for my elevation. Oh, all right, God. I am elevated. I'm not ready for it. Speak that thing. Declare that thing. I am elevated. Say, I don't care what you come at me with. I'm ready for you. Locked and loaded. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this Powerful word tonight. This word blessed me all over again. And I thank you, Lord God, for reminding me of who you are in my life. You are a way maker, my miracle worker, promise keeper, lights in the darkness, Father. You show me on a daily that it does not matter about what's going on around me. You show me who you are every day. And I thank you, Father God, for just continuing to use me. I gave you my yes, Lord. And you are taking off with me, Father God. And I thank you. I'm humbled in it. I'm grateful. Continue to use me, Father God, because I'm not letting up on you, Lord. I'm not letting you go. And Father, I pray that your children feel the tug and don't let go of you. Many of us are called, but few are chosen. And when we are chosen, there's a lot of things that comes with the chosen. It's a lot of things that comes. But Father God, we love you so much that we will continue to come to you. And if we don't come to you willingly, Lord God, pull us unwillingly, Father. Because there's some things that you have to do with us in these times. 
No more running from you, Lord God. Father God, let your children know that we cannot run from you anymore. You've called us far too long ago. And it's time for us to answer the call. It's time for us to be used in this time. It's time for us to be able to show people who we are in you, Father. In our isolation, Lord God, show us who we are. Show your children who they are, Father God. Give us strength. Give us strength, Lord God, while in the Namato, Boshe, the Give us strength in this isolation, Lord God, because it's not easy going through it alone. But remind us that that's in the flesh that we feel alone. Because we got everything that we need in the spirit. We have the Trinity on our side. So it's okay. Dispatch your angels, Lord God, to keep lifting us up, Father God. No matter what things look like, seem like, feel like, Father. Keep us pressing. Keep us pressing, Lord God. Allow us, Lord God, to meet those qualifications for the elevation. No more running from you, Father God. We can't do that no more. We cannot run anymore, y'all. Father God, when you see us running, Father God, allow us to run right into you, Father God. Time out for all of that. It's time for us to get what you called us for, Father. We didn't waste too much time, Father God. We give you our yes, Father God. We give you our yes, Father God. No more procrastination. I bind up that spirit right now. No more laziness. No more excuses, Father. We will seek you differently. We will pray differently. We will fast and war differently, Father God. Continue to remind us, Father God, of who we are and who you've called us to be. Keep us in isolation until you're ready to take us out. Until you see us fit for the elevation. No more doing it our way. It's time to do it your way. No more distractions, Father God. You will now and forever have our undivided attention. We answer the call. We are ready for you to use us, Father God. Raise us up. We give you our yes. Father God, I love you with everything in me.
continue to use me in these last days. Because I answer the call. I seal this prayer that it is so, and so it is. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. Hmm. Y'all continue to let God speak to you and use you in these last days because he needs us. He needs us. God's no longer here. He's here in spirit. So his spirit has to dwell in his children. Let him use you. Give him your yes. Father God, I answer the call. Father God, I'm ready for you to use me. I'm the one. I'm the chosen one. Don't pass me by. Don't let him pass you by. Let him do the work in you. It's not hard. He loves you. And he would not be tugging at you if he didn't. Answer the call, y'all. Let him elevate you. His way. Y'all, I love you. I pray that this word blessed you. I pray that not only is it a blessing for you, you pass this on to someone else so it can be a blessing to them. I thank y'all for trusting the God in me. As God continues to use me, pray for my strength. Pray that I continue to be everything and more that God has called me to be. Pray that I always give him my yes and amen. Because I'm willing to do what he needs me to do. I'm ready for my elevation. Y'all, I love you. I love y'all so much. And I thank y'all for tuning in to episode five. Mm. It's going to only get better, y'all. It's only going to go up. Now that's some tea from G-O-D. God bless.